Good morning, this is Nick Hildy, Jonathan for today's verse excitation. The verse that we are looking at today is taken from the uh, book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 18. So this is one of the most poignant letters that has been written by uh, the uh, disciple Paul. And um, it's uh, also one of the longest and most systematically recent letters of Paul. And... Um, It announces the theme of salvation because it shows us how the righteousness of God uh, through faith is uh, how we are able to uh, believe and have uh, the justification of our uh, faith uh, restoring us towards the uh, salvation, towards the righteousness of God. So this explains how we become righteous, how we forsake our uh, ways of evil of this uh, world and then became righteous. So that is what uh, this verse talks about. Uh, this uh, chapter talks about. And uh, the verse that we are looking at here today is uh, Romans 1, chapter 18. And that says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So it says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So this verse talks about how um, the wrath of God is working against people who are uh, unrighteous, who are ungodly. And how even though it is uh, uh, wrath and fury that is showering on top of them, they still suppress that truth because they want to, they're so um, uh, attached to their unrighteousness. So they are so much attached to their sin that even though they are suffering or they may go through um, the wrath and fury of God, they still suppress the truth that they are uh, doing something bad, that they are getting um, punishment and that they are suffering. They don't want to accept the fact that they are uh, unrighteous. That is what this uh, verse says. So that is what uh, this talks about. So we can see about uh, uh, the learnings that we are able to uh, observe in this verse. And uh, one of the learnings is the uh, limits that uh, God sets for his creations. So God has a limit for all our, uh, all his creations. So he says uh, to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden that stay within the boundaries of uh, uh, the uh, garden and like uh, do whatever you like but don't uh, exceed the boundaries and uh, go to the uh, trees that I have told you not to go to. So you see how... Um, God has given them limits. God has given them limits to see if he, if the people truly choose to love Him, if in their hearts, if in them, not just in their minds and soul and spirit, but in their hearts, do they uh, truly love uh, God? Do they truly take the decision to be with uh, Christ? So He wants to know if it's a conscious decision, if it's an unconscious decision that uh, people take, because. Um, when you're conscious, you you do the right thing because you are forced to do the right thing. But when you, in in an unsubliminal state, in an unconscious state, it is what uh, the body needs to do, and uh, you do according to the will of the body. And God wants to know if the will of the body is also trained, it's also programmed, and it's also ready for the kingdom of heaven by being purified by the Holy Spirit. 
So that is why he has these obstacles that uh, we have to overcome these tests to ensure the maturity of the inner self. Um, and that is what God has uh, set these limits to measure that, to, so that he will know what his creations are truly, inside and outside. And then we talk about the corruption in the worship structure. So we see that there are so many heinous crimes that are committed uh, every year in the uh, diocese, in the um, Christian world, in um, the religious uh, sector. And it is so appalling because uh, the religious sector stands for something that is uh, pristine in uh, ethical behavior. And uh, it is the high standards that it sets for the rest of the world. And um, it takes a step above the law, uh, ensuring that um, there is a cleansing, there is a ethical thought, nature and uh, action. So when that perspective is uh, corrupted, when that perspective is uh, uh, not being uh, as much as it's perceived to be, that is when there is uh, a breakdown in the worship structure. That is when you have a corruption creep into the worship structure. So when uh, this creeps in, the first thing that we must do uh, is to accept that it is there so that we would be able to weed it out and nip it at the bud and take out all that has been polluted. But then uh, some people are so engulfed and ingrained in that unrighteous uh, sense that um, they, try, they suppress the truth that it is a problem. They know it is a bad disease, but then they are happy with the disease and they like the disease. They want the disease to spread across. So we need to stop doing that. We need to stop um, this uh, spread of corruption or this uh, um, natural uh, evils that uh, are uh, sprouting up in the worship structure because this is the most um, steadfast and forbearing and uh, pristine structure that is a uh, benchmark, that is a beacon of hope for the rest of the world to follow. So if that itself is corrupted by uh, worldly senses, then it, it is uh, something that um, people will start to demean and not look up to. And that will in turn uh, create uh, a disgraceful picture uh, for the most graceful person in the whole world who is God. So that is unfair and uh, that should not be done. So there should be justice uh, and there should be justice uh, all the way through these uh, worship structures. So the next learning that we are able to see here is uh, how we must take committed to God and uh, consciously and unconsciously. So we spoke about this. We spoke about how consciousness is something that is uh, um, more uh, uh, regulated by the uh, external structures of the society. So we listen to uh, the authority that is around us. We act according to the authority in a conscious sense. So when we are consciously acting, is more uh, uh, knowing about uh, the self and the uh, management of self and the awareness of uh, the social being and the relationships that we have. So that is conscious. But when we look at uh, uh, the unconscious part of it, the unconscious part of it is something that is within us, something that uh, only God can see, something that the heart is able to read and the mind is able to control. So this is what we need to program. So we need to program the heart to act in a way that the mind requires us, 
we need to work in a way that the heart is uh, in tune with the commands, instructions and the uh, path that God has set for us. So that in every situation, in every um, step of our way, in every moment, we are working and we are thinking and we are acting and speaking according to the will of God and the, uh, being an instrument of righteousness in the path that he has marked out for us. This is what it means to be unconsciously and consciously um, committed and connected to God. So that is the learning that we are able to observe from Romans chapter 1 verse 18. My name is Nikhil the Jonathan. Thank you for listening. Um, stay blessed and have a great day in the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ.